Listener Production. Okay, are you recording? Righto, Howie Games player profile. Craig Hutchison, you are a media mogul. You have faced some tough questions in your time, but are you ready, my friend, for the Howie Games player profile? Yep. Righto. Nicknames? Well, I've never been called by my first name ever, so I get all the variations of Hutchison, mainly. Does anyone call you Craig? No. But I get I get um, Bargwana a little bit. Yes, from... yes. So that's after the famous uh, Jason Bargwana V8 driver. Yeah, James, James Brayshaw calls you that, doesn't yeah, he? I get that a little bit from that crew. Bargwana, yeah. And would you say they called you early days in footy? In what Pillar. Pillar. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Favourite food? F- uh, steak. Steak. Now, this is going to test you. Best steak restaurants in Australia, by the way, SK okay, in give me Brisbane. Okay, give me how many you got? SK in Brisbane, very good. Yep. Uh, love Lugas in New York. Yes. think Gatan in South Yarra, very good. Was it Lugas that you took me to in New York when I've come back from Costa Rica, which you'll hear in the main episode? I probably haven't got that much cash. And it was 70, this is in 2006, it was 70 US for a steak. And I remember saying to the waiter, what, what's it come with? And he said, no, so sides are extra. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, hang on a bit. I think that was Keane's right. Steakhouse. <laughs> she was an expensive piece of meat. But, but I ranked Luger's one in New York right. comfortably. Okay. And then Keane's and uh, Gallagher's, I reckon, pretty close. You can pass any of these, but you can't pass this one. I don't know. If you have to cook something for yep. someone to impress them, Hutch. This is a man that did <laughs> cooking at the Herald Sun and oh, then had an dear. oven that wasn't used for four years. Oh, what are you dear. going with? There must be something. <laughs> well, it's it's a difficult question because the imp- there's no version of impress that comes with what gets cooked. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's your best your best that you can plate up. But if I was to, if I was to choose to cook something, yep. it'd be a pizza in the wood fire pizza oven, which I've got okay. a rough handling on. Okay. Great friend of mine gave me a wood fire pizza oven right. as a gift, and one of my and you and Eric, I'd love to have you over on a Sunday afternoon oh, that'd be with the TV on in the back the backyard, and perhaps a glass of casual glass of wine and the wood fire going, and people are making their own pizzas, and you're throwing them in, and that's the best fun. I would love yeah. that. When's that going to happen? Twenty thirty three. I will make it in my okay. quest. Okay. Sundays, happen. I'm good. We'll have to fit around the IPL schedule and the Fox <laughs> footy schedule. IPL is a very very short little time for anyone that's listening. Um, three people are coming. As well as Eric and I do this pizza fest. Yep. Any time that you've met that you haven't, that you'd like to meet. Haven't met? Yeah, they can be alive, they can be dead, anyone. Three people. Uh, I, haven't, I don't sort of live through that lens of love to meet that person one day and spend time with them. I just sort of go about mm. throwing myself at things. Well, skip that one. You'd want a, someone with music there, like Springsteen would okay. be one. The boss is coming? Well, you'd want someone to sing Yeah. as well as uh, mingle. Right. So we've got the boss. There'd be someone in politics. I'm quite fascinated by politics. I don't know which political figure. Well, after the connection you made with Trump back in 2006, <laughs> is he coming or? It would be one of the US presidents. I just don't know which one off the okay. top of my head. So we've got a president, we've got Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> and then, I don't know, I'm a bit of a closet WWE fan, so maybe there's a bit of WWE that sneaks into that we, mix somewhere. I don't know, to be honest. We had the New Day come in here. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Tommy and I knew nothing about wrestling. Yeah. The, most, people outside waiting queue, the yeah. most positive one-hour yeah. experience I've yeah. had for a long time. No, they're magnificent. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'm they're fa- great guys. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Maybe, yeah, music music's sort of where my head goes yeah. to. Yeah. So another musician? Or Maybe a bit of Taylor with? Swift or a bit Oh, Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. Yeah. Okay. I'm coming now. I'm yeah. coming now. Um, first ever job. First thing you did to earn a living. First thing. When you got any money. Paper round, Maccas. Yeah. 
wrote for the Warrigal Gazette and right. also umpired indoor cricket in Warrigal. Yeah. What would you have got paid? Indoor cricket, probably $5 or something, $5 an hour maybe. Mark Ward tells a great story that he used to shovel blokes out to make the game finish quicker so he could knock off earlier. As I an indoor really. cricket umpire, yeah. he'd just give him. This, this summarises my anti-authoritarian personality. I had a controversy as a 14-year-old in Warrigal. <laughs> I'm playing a cricket. I kept no balling a, a chucker. <laughs> you were Daryl Hare before Daryl Hare. I was Hare. Daryl Hare from the booth. <laughs> so, as you know, in, in indoor cricket, you yes. actually, the, the no ball yes. plus goes on the score. Yes. So I think someone made about 90 or four overs, <laughs> at which point the store manager, Tim Hogan, sat me down and said, mate, you can't be calling. Timmy people are people giving up their afternoons here to come and Timmy play cricket. Hogan. You can't call a kid for 22 no balls. <laughs> so that was your first job. What was your first, first car? You don't have a car now. You don't drive, but what, what was your first car? Maybe a Camry or a Camira okay. or a, yeah, um, well, the radio would go out all the time. and I didn't have FM, so I'd listen to AM. Driving down from Warrigal? Yep. And I think it got stolen. I got a white car stolen in the avenue there in Windsor. And, you know, like you go through some fairly. Yes. But I, I might have been a Camry or a Commodore even, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what was yours? I had a Mazda 626 passed on from my mum. So I was living in Melbourne. My sister was going to Queens in Melbourne. And yep. mum and dad moved down from Taralgon. And they said, one of you has to move back in, but you can get mum's old car. I didn't need the old car to move back in. I was doing it pretty really? rough in Mount Waverley the first year uni. I was more than happy to move back in. Yeah, there'd, Mas- Mas- there'd be days too when you couldn't afford petrol, right? You'd, be, you'd, yeah. you'd go four or five days without being able to drive yeah. until your next whatever kicked in. I remember in in England on the F1s, I used to put pound fifty in the car in the Ford Fiesta yep. because I didn't have any more money to put in there. They were, they were the days, right? Days were the tough My times, mate had a Datsun 180V. That's the one that's oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> um, best piece of advice you've been given? It's not necessarily the best piece of advice, mm-hmm. but the things that spring to mind are little mm-hmm. practical ones like uh, never get a photograph with a beer, mm. which I've lived for 27 years. <laughs> um, don't wear your, Eddie, Eddie used to say, we don't wear your old tracksuit down Chapel Street. If you don't go down Chapel Street, make sure you look at least like you'll resemble being in Chapel Street. I don't, I'm not saying I lived up to that, but that, <laughs> that springs to mind. Harder you work, luckier you get. Yeah, that's a good um, one. Those type of things. Eddie has told me various times that I need to sharpen up my dress around <laughs> yeah. town. He's big on it. Yeah, yeah but you are, a career out of it. you are who you are. What are you currently watching? I know you don't have much time, but I know you enjoy yep. watching good shows. Um, Succession. Please oh. don't spoil. I know there's I something. I haven't watched the new series. I know there's something that happens in F3 but just uh, of the series, but I'll get to it in the next 48 hours. And Ted Lasso's taking longer than I'd like oh. the series because I haven't really warmed into it yet. I haven't seen it, but apparently it's all time. But I'm looking. It's. I haven't seen any of it. No, I haven't seen any of it. But I what? need to. I know. I need to. Oh, I'm going to show you a I've photo. Never been a show more suited to you. I know. This is what everyone tells me. I've got to sort it out. Ted Lasso is suited to you. I, I, it's on what? What platforms it on? It's I, on Apple. Apple. I don't have it. Get um, it sorted. Succession Grand Prix last week. Yes. Cousin Greg. Yeah. How good. Erica and I and uh, others spent a good 25 minutes chatting to Cousin Greg. Yeah. He, he was a dude. He's brilliant. Nicholas. Yeah. yeah. Bringing a, out a movie at the end of the year. Yeah, what a, what a actor. Yes. He plays that role so Very well. good. Wasn't yeah. going to take the role. Wanted really? to direct something, he told us, and his people told him, we think you should take this role. Completely transformed his life. No, I, lo- I love Succession. Yes. The, in fact, the four, only the four things I've really watched in the last three years have been Billions. Yes. Big Billions fan. Yes, of course you are. Yellowstone, big Yellowstone yep. fan. Succession, huge Succession fan. Has a flat spot in his writings, as did Billions, but yep. by and large, outstanding. And then Ted Lasso, who's started slowly the series, when I'm told, comes good. I've got to watch that. Uh, favourite movie of all time? 
too cliche to say Shawshank Redemption, but that had the biggest impact on me. That's the most common yeah. answer. Yeah. I like that. When you were racing home from Warrigal after school, what were you watching on telly? After school in Warrigal? Mm. Um, probably a show like Come On Kids or <laughs> Shell's Neighbourhood or one of those. Shell's Neighbourhood. The animals play in the middle of a nice green wood. There's a little place with a smiling face and it's called Shell's Neighbourhood. We didn't have we had limited channels in no, Gippsland. Absolutely. Remember Channel 8? Yeah. Gippsland? Yeah. That was a local... GTV 8. Yeah. Yeah. And used to watch you didn't the, get all the, the channels. Channel 8 news. Yeah. So I used to... You'd get the, like, the knocked over yep. Ryan's pub in Taralgon. Yeah. That would be your lead story. That's it. And they used to, on the, on the Tuesday night, so on the Wednesday night news, they used to run the Warrigal, the replay of the Daily Double of the Dogs from <laughs> That's last it. night. That's, That's why I used to start trying to call off the TV. Do you remember Saturday night, they'd have like for eight minutes the entire country footy scores? That's right. And you'd sit yeah. there and wait for the LVFL to pop up? It was up. the best. Oh, and then uh, the early bird show on Saturday night. Podcast recommendation. You would have so little time to listen to podcasts. People need to listen to The Sounding Board. It is my favourite podcast with Craig and with Damien Barrett. Listen to it. It will entertain you. What, what do you go to? I feel really bad answering the question this way because I have, I'm so... You don't have time. A podcast is an amplified version of being like you don't actually switch into the podcast, and I just don't have them. So I, I check in on your content a lot. I to be candid, I really get through a full show. What does check in mean? Well, I listen to most of it. Oh, and you just put me on most of double speed or something. Most of the time, no, never on double speed. Okay, um, thank you. But I'm in and out of so other than the Howie games, um, it might just be a little bit of. You know, WWE. If I hear a Chris Jericho or a <laughs> Steve Austin pop up in my feed, I might jump in and have a listen. And the, because the other hard part is um, our content. So I'll give you an example. So we make nine breakfast shows, all talk. Right? So that's twenty-seven hours by nine a.m. You start to amplify that through the day. You might have made a hundred hours by five o'clock. Yeah. Okay. And you need to have at least a core understanding of what most or each of them are doing, and or ability to connect with people. So you have to have a listen to all of that. So I feel a sense of guilt listening to other content. Right. Which is why when I listen to your content, I might not get all the way to the end because the guilt kicks in. You know, I should be listening to... Well, thank you. Yeah. Does that make sense? It yeah. does. Um, I must say, I've told David before, for me, um, sounding board, but what I find I listen to now every Tuesday is the one-hour Jared Waitley, David King, Monday Means Test. Yeah. It gives me everything I need to know about what happened and why it happened. I, I can sit there and commentate a game of football next to David King and listen to that game that he's discussing on Monday and think, I didn't see any of that. Really? Uh, yeah. I think they, that is an unbelievable one-hour radio. I, I agree. With you. It's a fantastic product. Fantastic. They, they, and he and Jared do a fantastic job of it. Love it. Absolutely yep. love it. Uh <laughs> You're not a holiday man, but favourite holiday destination? Try, I always try and integrate work into yes. holiday. Which yes. I know it's not everyone's. So traditionally it's been, oh, I'd say the Hamptons in New York. I just love the Hamptons. Okay. And that is fantastic part of New York. London. So London, London slash the Ashes this year presents an opportunity, obviously, um, to have a short break and integrate some work. So, um, yeah. I love big cities like that. I love, I love the New Yorks and LAs and Londons. And you're more inclined to find the off the beaten track. I am, but each yeah. their own. As yeah. long as you're going, bucket list destination. Haven't been, but love to. I haven't been to Paris before, which is okay. Yeah, you could open a radio station there. They, you love Paris, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I like most of the big Have European you taken teams. Erica there? No, I haven't been yeah. with Erica to Paris. Uh, you went to... You've taken Erica anywhere? Yeah, I've taken a lot of places. <laughs> I, just, I just brought her back from Costa Rica. Um, <laughs> Erica has to, a bit like my Claire, has to fit in around your... The sporting season. We've got to get better at that. The sporting I. season. Yeah, the sporting. We, we she wanted to go to the Kimberleys, always wanted to go. We went to the Kimberleys last October. That is a place. You didn't want to go? Oh, when was, was the last time you t- you went somewhere, Erica, wanted to go, you didn't, you didn't want the to Kimberleys. go? Kimberleys, yeah. The Kimberleys. The in October. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, fantastic part of that too. Fantastic part of Hey, um, talking about places to go, you went to see a test match in India. Um, you mentioned the IPL. When this goes to air, I'll probably be at the IPL. Yep. Is it everything that is built up in my head, how exciting is it going to be to call cricket in India from what you saw at yeah, the test amazing. match? Like the yeah. test match, which one did you go to? It was over in two days, wasn't it? I went to the, yeah, the three, the, the more infamous of the four. Yes. The meltdown test, the Pat Cummins throw it away test. Right. Yep. Test two. Is yeah. it everything that I? Yeah, have? it's amazing. It's and you'll 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 love India, and they'll. I mean, what you will be surprised about is the volume of people that will know you and connect to your work already. Right. And I saw that you've got a you'll have a higher, much higher profile there than because of the television work than say Jared Waitley. But it, Jared was was overwhelming to see the reaction <laughs> to him, and most of the reaction to him has been through things like you know, his interview in the Amazon series or people who follow SEN underscore cricket on. Got you. Uh, on Twitter or on TikTok. Not, we don't have linear audio distribution there, and but we've built a little bit of a fine, but you'll be blown away. <laughs> blown away. And that's and it is it's confronting um, because the people are just magnificent. So, as you know, I I'm telling you things you already know. But no, I've only been there for the Commonwealth Games. I've never uh, been there. I've never covered cricket there. People uh, love cricket, so kind-hearted, so passionate, so giving, so selfless. Um. But then you, you, the haves and the have-nots is takes it, it does search your soul a little bit. Mm, I bet it does. Yeah, on how you kind of compute that, and you know, then like some of the street, you know, things on the street, and how whether whether you you give and how often, and what what are the consequences of that if people mm. run across roads, and it's um, it is confronting. But it's beautiful country, wonderful, and I got a very small disproportionate lens of it in Delhi. I can't wait to see. It. But um, you'll love it. Of well-known people that we would call celebrity, well-known, generally known to the public, someone that you have met that we would probably know that made a really positive impression on you? Can you give me an example of... Greg Norman was on two weeks ago and he said Nelson Mandela absolutely blew his socks off. Um, I'm not sure you've met Nelson Mandela. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you've said a reasonable bar. Well, we talk about Trump and Tom Brady in the main episode. I was going to say, I'll make the Warrigal footy coach and you rolled out at Nelson Mandela. We talk about (laughs) Ian Smith, my cricket broadcasting hero that you employ. You meet a lot of people. Well, being 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 in media my whole life, I generally navigate to the people. Like meeting, say, Rupert Murdoch, for instance, like and seeing Rupert in action in a room is – I find it interesting or fascinating because what was impressive about him? Just the how one person built that much power mm. from an Adelaide newspaper through to a new. In the early days of our business, we were we had a job as the PR event planner for the American Australian Association, and he was the chair, I think, at the time, or he was involved. And so, my job on the on the night was to help navigate the speakers, and he was one of them, and deal with him on that, and just to see him. Uh, you know, walk into a room full of like he has the ability to win over 
anyone on scale. Imagine, really? imagine having the vision to. I'm not. Um, this is coming across like he's my idol in life or something. I just I admire enormously. It's just the irony working with Damo, where I get the anti-news sentiment every week. Yes, but you do. You do. I admire enormously what he's built from nothing. I could really just build it from absolutely Adelaide to. You know, if you're influencing political campaigns in America or England, well, that, whether you agree with the method or otherwise, you can't deny the just the gumption to go mm. and do that, build Hollywood studios. And so that, that I kind of, in my sector, tend to connect a little bit with that. This is the most important question I have for you. As a mate, as a business owner, as a partner, as a good dude around town, you mentioned the pizza oven, Craig Hutchison. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Yes, but within the right context. But it's a yes. Yeah. It's a yes. Correct yeah. answer. But if I was to go... Correct answer. If, if I was to be served my last meal... Yes. ...and had to construct the pizza yeah. for the last meal... Yeah. I don't think it makes the dance floor. What? What are you going with instead? Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Just a cheese pizza. <laughs> Ham, cheese... Um, Jalapeno salami. Oh, so you're going your New York stuff now. You're, going, you, you're from Warrigal, Maybe a mate. splash of pineapple. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Keep me So happy. I'm a yes rather than no. You're not a strong yes. But I'm not taking it probably in the first round of the draft. It's probably a late, late first round draft pick. Um, thank you, and I look forward to the pizza oven in 2032. You're when on. You organise it. All right, well done. Good job.